Welcome everyone to L2R2 PlayStation Podcast. My name is Fonzie. I'm joined by my UK bruv from another mom and indie game dev, Cal Monroe. Cal, how are you? Yeah, good. Uh, back to civilization uh, after camping out in the wild highlands for uh, a couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, no, it's nice to be back. Nice to sort of think about games so soon after returning. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might have to actually update me well, sort of during the show because I... Uh, you know anything that happened over the past like like week or so i have no idea so no that's good it's it's great to i mean it's a positive thing always to unplug especially for like as long as you did just remove yourself from the internet and and tech and just like go and prance around in the scotland wildlands like you did (laughs) yeah yeah that's awesome well my normal thing you know usually usual segue is what you've been playing but you've just been playing real life minecraft out there basically yeah yeah, i've just just been living in the real world but um (laughs) it's i did buy tony hawks just a minute ago so i will Ooh, Uh, nice i've been playing it i'm really 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 digging it yeah 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 i've heard um pretty good things i knew you'd be excited for it because you're a big fan of them aren't you um so it's good yeah. yeah i was a bit worried i was a bit I, I wasn't really concerned until maybe like the day before it came out and I was like, oh, maybe it's actually going to be really bad. But I saw a Metacritic, it's on like eight, high eight, high eighties or something, yep. which is uh, really impressive. So um, yeah, I'm really excited to play it. I looked at the Platinum Trophy and I'd sort of guessed it'd be really easy, but apparently it's actually really hard. So um, <laughs> that, that'll be fun to go for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets uh, it gets pretty tough. Like even the normal challenges in the game, just all the score challenges and stuff, they always build and build with every level. So I can imagine it gets pretty tough. Um, yeah. And I have no desire to like complete the platinum or whatever. I'm just trying to <laughs> have fun and and uh, you know experience it. But no, it's it's great. Um, the engine, I think they're using Unreal Engine four, so it's just like crazy beautiful. And they basically have one for one like matched all the the just the way you you flow through the game, the how you snap to to grinding and how you manage your combos. Like it's all it just feels like the exact yeah. same thing, but they built this engine from the ground up for this this remaster. And it's yeah. it's awesome. Like the way they brought back to life those original levels is nuts. And one thing too, the soundtrack, it has to be on point. Uh, just as much as like the gameplay, I think a lot of people would argue, and it is like the the songs they picked are really cool. There's new ones in there. There's uh, original songs, and I'd really dig that they like they flow regardless of what you're doing. So normally in the old ones, when you'd end your round, like that song would stop, but now the songs just keep going and they just flow better into each other as you're playing. So like I think we're, we're at one point we we're making dinner, and I just had it playing the soundtrack in the background, like I just yeah, left nice. it on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing. That. I always feel like a bit of a like a poser when I play like skate games because <laughs> I can't I can't even stand on a skateboard. Um, but like I really like uh, sort of like oh I used to love the Tony Hawk's games and um, I like the sort of style like that comes with skating. But I just can't actually do it. So I do feel kind of guilty <laughs> sometimes when I find myself enjoying something skating related because I just feel like ah. such a such a poser. <laughs> I, I you know i get a percentage of that i understand but it's like there's no other game where we feel that way it's not like call of duty it's like oh i don't have a uh machine gun in my backyard so i guess i should be playing it's like we don't have that same feeling with other games but you don't, you you're don't right have a machine gun in your backyard i thought you were <laughs> in america <laughs> right yeah when we're born they just hand it to us and they say figure yeah. it out <laughs> but no you're right there's this weird like especially getting older so i just turned what 32 last week and it's not old, but I do feel like when I am carrying my skateboard around, it's like, I shouldn't be doing this. But then I'll see uh, pictures of like Tony Hawk has been doing a lot of promotion for the for the game. 
and he's still well he's like 53 or something and he's still skating uh just as great uh, as he yeah. did before uh yeah. they even did like they rebuilt they found this warehouse that looks very much like that original warehouse in the game and they had him skating around for some commercials and it just looks really awesome and yeah, yeah he's nice. he's super old he's still making it work yeah 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 no that's that's it. i yeah, i don't think there's a, sort of like a an age a limit on on when you can do it. I mean, if you can stand on a skateboard, that's already far more than I can do. Right. I literally stand on it and my my knees start shaking and I get all scared. <laughs> I don't like being off balance and yeah, that you can't really get much more off balance than being on a board of wheels. It's um, the yeah, it's yeah. the art of of not being in balance and then you eventually you yeah. kind of you control it. But um yeah. yeah, no, I would I would suggest just getting one and, and pushing around like an empty parking lot. Like that's yeah how you learn and that's all I can really do is just kinda skate around. But I'm I'm fine with that. Just like once that once yeah. you do nail it, the feeling of pushing and just coasting and being in control is is awesome. And then you put some music in, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I a lot of my friends sort of um uh, like skating and they like longboarding as well, sort of downhills, uh. but just looks too looks too dangerous for me. I think <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that. It is dangerous, but it's yeah. it's pretty dope at the same time. But yeah, I've been playing that actually. Uh, it doesn't take very long to kind of uh, blast through it. And I guess what holds you back is the to unlock for the levels. You have to like complete a bunch of challenges and stuff. But um, no, I'm, I'm really digging. I think they did a great job just representing those old games, and I'm excited for finding back a sneeze at the same time. Whoo! Um, I'm excited for the idea of them taking this franchise to the future and actually doing like a legit new entry where they can create their own levels and maybe innovate a little bit and change it up. I think they needed that buffer similar to, and I'm also playing this, but Half-Life Alex, where they needed that buffer because there's so much writing on that whole series. They needed that buffer to nail it and then they can kind of look to the future. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think if they'd come out with like a pro skater six or whatever it would be now, um, yeah. I think people would have straight away greeted that with this with hostility because of the price get fine. Uh, For sure, I you're right. I think by doing a by doing a remaster, it lets people realize that you know that not, it's toys. Is it toys for Bob that did it? Oh no, they're doing Crash, right? Uh, no, this one is Vicarious Visions who did uh, the Vicarious remaster. Who did, yeah, who did the Crash Insane trilogy, right? Yes, yeah. I want to say yes. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So I think it's a good way for them to show that they like understand the roots of it and before taking a sort of foray into something new but um yeah that could be really cool um because i think like the skate games i think they're a bit too um like detailed for me like i don't really like like i said like i like skate i like skating from like an aesthetic point of view like with the music and the clothes and just the fun of it and i think skate although skate is full of that and it does have a lot of character i just think it's a bit too technical for me um i just don't understand skateboarding as like the actual hobby itself enough to I think get good at it like quick enough I'd probably have to like really spend a lot of time with it so yeah I think Tony Hawk's is right up my alley because it's just jumping spinning the skateboard under your feet and grinding and yep. getting as many points you can and listening to great music yeah no I agree with you the same way the skate games never fully uh, clicked with me and I, I like that they tried it's a new mechanic or they kind of started that I want to say with the skate games where with the 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 stick the analog stick you have to actually kind of 
flip it to mimic you flipping the board and yeah. kind of control it that way, which is cool. But I just, I, I grew up and I really dug just the responsiveness and how you can yeah. do combos with the original Tony Hawk games where it's just button presses versus, and then also the camera being down. I know they're trying to mimic the like skate videos that were popular in the nineties and stuff where the camera is really low, but I never liked that. Cause I want to be able to see what's in front of me and what I'm setting up. But yeah, that was yeah. always a staple with the skate games. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, a friend of mine plays skate, is it skate three on on his xbox one like backwards compatible and i, I yeah. like to watch him play it uh, it's good fun to watch but yeah I could, it looks too stressful to for me to play um I <laughs> right. they, they would they were doing like all these challenges and you've got to like, do them in order and i was just getting so stressed out sort of with them as they were doing it because it, it did look really hard um <laughs> so uh yeah i think uh tony hawks is a bit more of like a baby baby mode for people like me who aren't very good at Games. <laughs> a little bit although i think fans of like hardcore fans would say you know not at all because i guess it's it's um there's there's an art to you know how if you can jump in make it make it approachable for everyone but then difficult to master so like the combos yeah. are where it gets insane where if you want to yeah. string a bunch of them it takes you know a lot of talent and, and skill yeah. to do that but um I find myself thinking when I'm playing it, I just love that Activision in general is going backwards in and bringing those things out of the vault, remastering, bringing these properties that they've been sitting on for so long. Same with same with Capcom is doing that a great job as well. And I just want to see more, uh, whether it's publishers, um, third parties, anybody who's sitting on a, a dope franchise to just, you know, now's the time, bring it back. We have crazy technology and just remaster it. Yeah. Are you sure about that with uh, <laughs> the new Prince of Persia? <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that one. That's uh what is it, Ubisoft and yeah, they yeah. don't have the maybe they're 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 new to this whole remaster game, but you gotta really <laughs> yeah. trust the right the right, you know, yeah. dev to to bring back to life. But yeah. Yeah. Uh while you were also prancing around in uh in Scotland, I was dealing with my my PC and it's been a nightmare. I think it's it only I I just recently got it uh, up and running um maybe about five days ago or something, but oh, man, nice. it's it's been enough to like make me regret jumping into the whole PC world because it's all this kind of nonsense with drivers and stuff that's not working and yeah. things that are already dead when you get them. And man, it's yeah. been super stressful, but I did get it all working and I've been playing, uh, spending the last couple of days jumping back into Alex and um, yeah, this newer card that, it, what was that? Did you have to start it again or did you? Uh, I did not. So I had the the save files, which is another thing. This new motherboard, that was the uh, another, that was the actual thing that had failed on me. And it's not talking to any of my hard drives. So that's cool. I have to figure that out. But um, there somewhere I saved the actual save file. So I was able to jump right back in. And this graphics yeah. card that I eventually replaced it with is a little bit better. So it actually runs way more fluid. The frame rate's better. The texture's better. So I'm... I'm I'm happy that I'm on the other side of this because now I'm playing Alex at the best ability and um, yeah, uh, the best fidelity rather. But uh, man, I'm loving that game. It's got to be one of my favorite games in, I don't know, the past 10 years. Like just the yeah, the no. immersion and how you you feel like you're in there and all the, just the, it's, it's great to be back in the Half-Life world, how creepy and weird it is. Yeah. I prefer if this game wasn't as creepy because I think they really lie hard on the less of the combat and more of the trying to creep you out and scare you and that kind of thing but it still works in that in that universe but yeah i'm loving yeah. it awesome yeah i can't wait to, to finally give it a go um, it feels like one of those games I, I, as much as i want to play i probably never will um but that, that's I what i thought really for the longest fun. time yeah so hopefully the longest uh, time i mean six it. months or whatever <laughs> that is a long time because it just announced yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But you know what does make me want to also keep messing with my PC is the while you were gone, they announced the RTX uh, 30 series. And so they showed off the, the three cards they have now. And what's nuts is that 3070, which is like the entry point to that. That one's 500 yeah. US, I think maybe what, 449 yeah. in uh, pounds. And it's apparently going to be even way better than the like the the best card you can get oh, yeah. in the RTX series yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, and people were. Uh, that, I did think of you actually because I wasn't sure if you if you were biting yourself for uh, okay a little bit. For, um, but, but that's the thing; you'll never be satisfied with right. a computer. There'll always be a better deal the week after you buy something. There'll always be a better component. There'll always be you know, something that you maybe could have done differently. And that's just the way it is. You just get used to it. You just, you just start to love what you've got. And it's like, um, but yeah, no, I think you've had a pretty similar uh, sort of introduction to PCs than I, that, that I did because I, within about six months or so of me building my first PC, my power supply broke. Um, mm. And that was, that took me probably about another six months to figure out. So I didn't have a PC for months and months and things. I didn't know what was the problem. Um, and during those months, uh, I had to sort of like force myself to try and diagnose all these different problems, which in turn taught me loads about fixing computers. So, um, yeah, I think the the more the more hurdles you'll come across, the the sort of better you'll actually maintain your PC in the end, because you'll just you'll be like, oh, that did that thing. This is how you don't do it again, or or you know, you just know. But, but I mean, having parts arrive dead is very unfortunate, and doesn't actually happen that often. So you are you are very unlucky um, for that to have happened. Yeah, well, I figured out eventually that it wasn't the cards. It was that my motherboard, uh, somehow it decided to fail when I actually swapped out the card. So yeah. that added to the mystery where I just didn't know what was going on. But I did yeah. keep thinking, you mentioned that early on that you had experienced the same thing or the, those struggles and you're better after that because you just learn more. And I, I had to go through the same the same uh, rigorous stuff where I had to research, I had to go on forums, and I now have a bit more knowledge because of that. It's more frustration, but you know, and now I can kind of troubleshoot a little faster in case the next thing happens again. Um, and also, the it's been really cool with the, or surprisingly uh, easy with the refund process with a lot of stuff that I've got, especially through Amazon, where even if it's past its time, they'll still work with the manufacturer to get you a refund of the product. So yeah. I've been able to, to do that. And even one of my... Um, I actually broke this on my own, but I'm able to actually refund it. But it's the that that dope uh, CPU cooler that I got that had the cool uh, fans and colors on it and LEDs. That one I just was manipulating power stuff and I overloaded it, so it just like yeah. was blinking. The LEDs went out, and then it was my CPU. I could see the temperature was like skyrocketing, so I was like, "Oh shit!" And so I turned everything off, removed it, and they're gonna let yeah. me still refund it, even though that was totally nice. on me. But um, I mean, I'm not gonna tell them that's what happened. I'm just no. gonna say, "Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know never researching." Tell never tell them as your opinion. yeah. <laughs> just how I was yeah, researching yeah, Bible just... stuff and doing my taxes, and all of a sudden it just uh, <laughs> flared up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's that's what. Um sort of people uh sort of need to realize is that pcs are more for like enthusiasts you know who want to as a hobby right apart from gaming you know game is, is a platform to play games on and arguably the best place to play them in certain aspects but um it does require a lot of time and patience and effort and knowledge to be able to use them um sort of to their full extent because you have people who you know spend all this money on pre-built pcs so they have no idea what's going on inside it and then they six months down the line, their PC is chugging along really slowly because they don't have any idea how to 
how to look after it, how to maintain it, because half of it yep. is the software as well. It's so easy to slow down your PC because of you know where you're saving things or how you're downloading things and or, or, or things like that. Um, but no, I'm glad you're back up and running. Hopefully, you won't have any more issues. <laughs> Here's hoping, but uh, I'm definitely looking across the the fence at that RTX uh, 30 series and. <laughs> Man, uh, look it's awesome. Time, yeah, yeah. Look what happened last time. <laughs> the grass isn't always greener. <laughs> yeah, I flew too close to the sun for sure. But um, I keep thinking like maybe it'll work out this time. I, I want to I wanna upgrade and it looks amazing. And with uh, Cyberpunk coming out too super soon, it's like I want to be able to, that's another game. I want to make sure everything's on point so I can play that the best or you know somewhat best quality. Because I think the 3090 yeah. is like that $1,500 card, which is yeah. insane, but I'm, I'll be fine with that with that 3080. Well, your, your current graphics card, 1080p, there'll be nothing in for 1080p um, because you know there's a certain extent to where you can only have, especially if you've got like a 60 hertz monitor. As long as this right. game's reached 60 FPS on max settings, then nothing will be able to do better than that anyway. So there's, I mean, there's no point in even upgrading the 2070 even if you had a 4K monitor because, well, if you had a 4040p monitor, even you'd be, you'd be still be fine, especially for games like Cyberpunk. Um, that's a top, top, top end card for 2070. I hear you, but it goes in one ear and out the other because I just want the new, new, <laughs> the hotness. So I got that bug, man, for sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so they announced that while you were gone, the RTX 3080. Um, we can go into some of the news, but as, as far as like games playing, I've been playing lately. It's really just been, yeah, Alex. I've been jumping around with uh, Tony Hawk. And uh, there's also this game on Switch I was playing called West of Dead, which is a roguelike uh, game. And uh, this is my first really uh, long-term you know, experience trying to finish and, and complete a roguelike. And I didn't realize that's a, it's, an, it's a main staple of like, you have to die a bunch. And I didn't realize that. And so I was just getting super frustrated because you would die and then go all the way back to the beginning. And uh, that's just a standard thing. And so I was really frustrated. But once it clicked that you really need to die a lot and you have to just jump in over and over again and you start to upgrade and progress that way, then it fully clicked and I'm having a blast playing that game. Um, yeah. Although, so I'm playing on my Switch and I'm, I'm battling the the Joy-Con drift. So the whole time I'm like trying to maneuver my guy and yeah. it's just, I'm fighting against the the controller at the same time, but it's also, you have to be very quick with your res uh, responses and it's a nightmare, but I'm still trying to get through the game and it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing. That's, that's probably the only thing I don't like about the switch. So I just don't like the paddles. Um, but I bought my little brother, my little brother's got a switch and I use it sometimes. And I bought him for Christmas and a couple of years ago, the, the GameCube controller that you can buy for the switch. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Just because it's such a large controller. And, um, you know, I thought if I ever play it, I can use it. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Yeah. Thinking ahead. <laughs> yeah. Nice guy. So yeah, we're getting some of the news we got. Um, really this big one is we've covered Xbox stuff for sure, but it's always good just in the context of PS5 because PS5 is surprisingly still a mystery, but with the Xbox news that came out recently, maybe we can kind of imagine what we're going to see with, uh, with PS5 coming up. You, you would imagine very soon, like the announcements from them, but we got, uh, this was from Monday, a bunch of Xbox stuff dropped. So we have, uh, the Xbox series S is officially confirmed. 
So after a series of leaks Monday night, and now with final confirmation from Microsoft, the Xbox Series S is officially out of the bag. So a list of Xbox Series S details includes, it's all digital, so no drive in there whatsoever. Uh, it's 1440p is the max, I wanna say at least 1080, uh, at up to 120 frames per second. It's got direct X ray tracing, uh, variable rate shading, whatever that is, variable refresh rate, ultra low latency, custom 512 gigabyte SSD, and it can do 4K streaming and 4K upscaling for games. Um, the big one for this and what kind of uh, throws a wrench into what PS5 possibly is going to do is the price. So the a Series S will retail for 299 US or 249 pounds alongside, and they released the actual price for the Series X too. It's going to be 499 US, 449 in pounds, uh, releasing November 10th. Uh, how do you feel about this now new middle entry into next gen? Uh, I think it's uh, an amazing price, especially paired with um, Xbox Game Pass. I think mm -hmm. it's a really, really good move by Xbox. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a no brainer really for people looking for an affordable way into the next gen. Um, I think to sort of compare it with the PS5, I think that just if you just compare the Xbox Series X and the Series S, um, I'm just unsure because you know it says it can do 1440p at 60 fps, which I think is the best place to aim for. I mean, I know in a few years' time it's going to change, so it needs to future-proof itself. But, uh, I think that's a really great place to aim for. Um, and if it can do 1440p at 60 FPS with that comparatively slower, you know, hardware, then I don't know whether that means the Series X is actually going to be a lot more powerful than people expect it to be, or whether the Series S is going to have to take a hit in a lot of like texture. Um, in like the area of like textures and and sort of graphical fidelity, like it'll still be at that resolution, but maybe there'll be certain things toned down. Because um, I mean, the speeds are quite jarringly uh, lower than the X, which obviously explains its price point. But um, right. So yeah, I I don't know. It's it's amazing. Like there's nothing but a good thing. But in terms of comparing it to the PS5, I don't know whether it's really comparable because the PS5 will not be two hundred forty nine ninety nine, even with the digital one, but it shouldn't be because it's it's going to be more on par with that series x spec so right i think i think what they what sony have to do is not release the blu-ray version of the ps5 for more than 449 i think they have to match that at least um or 499 even in in, in states um i think the digital one i think this is what we were saying last time we talked about it, maybe 349 would look um nice i think it'll probably be more around 400 i think there may be like 50 pounds difference um right. between them but yeah i think um i think what will happen is people are going to compare the series s with the digital ps5 but i don't think they're comparable because the series s is this sort of mid middle ground which i think is a great idea i'd just be really interested to see how um how it performs at 1440p because i mean i don't know off the top of my head what you know, all these 20 CUs and 52 CUs mean the teraflops that made up. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I'd just be interested to see how it works for 40p because that could be really, really impressive, especially for the price. And you get Game Pass as well. Um, so it's probably it's probably the best option if you don't care about the PlayStation exclusives. Um, right. If you're more of a casual gamer, that is ideal. That's a really, really great uh, deal. Um but it does look a lot like the DJ Hero controller. 
which uh, yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah like a weird speaker you'd find and you know uh on someone's car or something but uh, no you're right you touch on some good stuff especially with the uh, comparison going forward i think people are going to compare the the digital ps5 to the series s but they're not really at all in the same category you're right where it's more the one x compared to the or sorry the series x compared to the ps5 um yeah. but maybe that's to to ps5's advantage that they're going to be compared to uh, already you know not as powerful system but i do keep reading online there is that spec that we have listed but online people keep saying at least in that xbox um um circle that really the only difference is the 1440p versus the 4k um hard you can see gpu wise it is a, a downscale gpu and if you're using teraflops as a measuring stick you know whatever those mean it's four yeah. teraflops four teraflops for the series s compared to 12 which is nuts it's like a, more than two times the the increase and then 10 gigabytes of ram for the series s versus 16 gigabytes um but they're using the same basically the same cpu it's like slightly uh, downscaled, but it's a, what, a 3.8 gigahertz CPU for the Series X versus a 3.6. So it's like CPU-wise, they're very close. So I wonder, yeah, what will be the difference between those two and how they will compare to the PS5? Um, it's a great strategy because they're able to offer, they're able to say, hey, next gen is now, you know, you can jump in for 299 for 249 uh, That's amazing to get those casual gamers. Is it enough to get people on the Sony side to switch over? Because what PlayStation still has is those crazy exclusives. So even though they're able to offer a cheaper box on the Microsoft side, you know, what do they have there? We all, we also have Halo pushed to next year and not a whole lot going on, but you have Game Pass and there's a bunch of stuff on Game Pass, arguably older games there, but um, it's it's kind of this balance where it's really up to the consumer to figure out what they want, which is which is dope because I, I've said it before, like once these companies compete with each other and Xbox being on the fence, they we win as consumers because they, they're making these huge moves to try and get people back in their, in their ecosystem. Yeah. And yeah, I think Xbox Game Pass is the real uh, catalyst of sort of why this is such a good thing. Um, because if Xbox Game Pass didn't exist, then it would still be like, well, yeah, you're paying £250 for a new console, which is good. But, um, you know, what I've still got to buy the games. There's not really, and I, I can buy these games on PS5 plus more kind of thing. But Game Pass is just so, so ridiculously good value for money that paired together, it's, it's perfect. Um, it is really, really good. I think, I don't think PlayStation need to do anything price-wise because of this announcement. I think a lot of people are using that angle. Um, I don't think that's really going to be an issue. I mean, they're great prices, don't get me wrong, but I, I doubt PlayStation will be too far from that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I think, yeah, I think the main issue is PlayStation now having to match Xbox Game Pass with PS Now. They need to do something. Um, I mean, PS Now is great. It is still really good, and there's a lot of games on there, but it just needs a, re a refresher, I think. It needs a bit yeah. more, and it, they need to get rid of the... They need to get rid of the streaming only for PS3 games as well, and then um, that will be a real contender with that as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that's where PlayStation need to make sure they're, they're sort of got their eyes on that. But I think that's been the narrative for a while now. I think that's always been the case. I think that's always been the where... Xbox have been dominating is is in the service um, uh, area, but um, yeah, two hundred fifty pounds for a Series S that can do fourteen forty p is pretty impressive. Um, for the for the price, I think another test. 
Right, exactly. Like people, we just talked about the RTX 30 series, that entry level card is $500 alone or 449 UK. Like it's, you know, but it's different. I mean, you can't, you know, play anything else basically besides games on the console. So it yeah. is cheaper. They have deals with whatever manufacturers you're locked into those, those specs. Yeah. But um, so it's kind of apples and oranges, but at the same time, it's uh, it's just uh, more options. I mean, uh, that's what Xbox has really excelled at is being as consumer friendly as possible. And I would argue that they're doing that because they have to. I never really trust these corporations thinking that they're, you know, out of the goodness of their own heart, they're trying to cut deals. No, they're trying to make money and they have to make these amazing deals because they're losing this generation or, or lost this last current generation. Um, with PS5, I wonder if they have to at least, I feel like just so it looks good on paper, they have to at least make sure that the digital or... Um, maybe at least the digital is on par with the price of the Xbox One X. So there's no differenti- dif- difference there. Maybe they can keep the disc version at the price of the Xbox Series X and then drop that other one. Yeah, 50 bucks, something like that. I don't think yeah. it's going to be as the same price as the, the Series S for yeah. sure. That's a huge drop and it's way yeah. more power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think 349 would be the best case scenario. I don't think it would be any lower than 349. Um, yeah. I don't actually... I'm, but, I'd imagine probably 400 for the digital and then maybe 450, 500 for the, the disc one. Um, I, don't, I think it will be quite, it won't be good if, if it's more than 449 or more than the Series X. I think they have to match it. Um, right. But yeah, we'll see. I think, um, I think the main thing I'm concerned with is the actual fidelity of the textures and the like graphics options that are chosen for these games so they can run at these high these frame rates. I know that there are variable frame rates so you can choose, you know, certain performance settings. But what I worry about is if the best way to or if if you choose 60 FPS at 1440p, your game doesn't actually look that great. Um, you know, in terms right. of textures and and draw distance and, and all these things that that use up all the graphical processing power um whereas when if you choose the best graphics mode you're actually getting 30 fps i I mean i'd imagine it's probably going to be like that um i think until we actually see the games playing on it i think we're we're kind of in the dark about how it's actually going to perform um but regardless of that 249.99 for for a ps4 is a good price i'd say yeah Um, so uh yeah i think it's, it's great yeah it's a really really good thing and it'll be interesting to see how playstation respond i think whilst this is definitely the best feedback xbox have got since you know all of their next gen stuff i think they've been they've done a pretty they've 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 had a tough crowd i think um and they haven't been oh, yeah. with anyone over i think this is one over a lot of people and rightfully so but i still think when ps5 announced their prices that's gonna if they get it right anyway that's gonna just people just forget about this i mean when they announced this i saw the playstation was actually trending on twitter when, <laughs> when this was announced um, yeah which just shows the amount of power playstation has you know whilst people are saying oh this is a really good thing xbox are doing the first thing people think of is oh well i wonder what playstation will do kind of thing um so yeah i i, I think it's great i think it's awesome i think it's a great deal um and yeah i'm interested to see how ps5 will react if they do at all yeah, it's going to be interesting because uh, just with this announcement now this week, uh, and I was reading that 
Xbox really didn't intend on releasing this info this week. Apparently it was set for next week, but there was that leak on Monday. Some YouTuber and I, that's where the, the story first broke and it wasn't even like a huge YouTuber. They had got a hold of some of the advertising stuff. So like the video, yeah. the promotion, they're posting it and then it just lit the internet, internet on fire. And then Xbox eventually uh, just kind of gave some kind of credit credence to it. And then they actually the next yeah. day said, okay, it's actually announced, you know, let's go yeah. forward with this. So they didn't really attend on it uh, leaking or, you know, revealing it at that time. So I wonder where does that put, you know, PlayStation as far as their announcements go? Um, you'd have to imagine they're going to be let Xbox have this week. And like you said, that I think Xbox has this, this uproar now because there's that void that PlayStation has created with their announcements. So, and we'll get into one of the next articles that was frustrating for me is PS5 doesn't have, or Sony doesn't have any intent to talk about PS5 this week. They're just focusing on PSVR, which is fine, but it's like, we're all so hungry for next gen news. But maybe next week is when they go, okay, here's the real deal. Here's the announcement everyone's been waiting for. And that, and you're right. If, if they nail the price, then that completely blows Xbox's steam uh, away. And maybe not for those casual fans. And that's where I think Xbox is trying to push forward with the Series S is gaining some ground on just people who are going to go to to Walmart, to whatever big box store in the holiday season and buy something for their kid, for themselves. Maybe it's been a while since they've been in the console race. And so they want to have something to jump in there with. But I think that isn't a huge majority. So we're going to see PlayStation swoop up everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I Assuming think they get that price it's right. Strange, it's strange with PlayStation. I think because everyone knows how, you know, great they've done this generation and they're sort of, and, and how great they're looking like they're going to be doing for the next generation. I think they just have this weird, like, it's almost like they're playing hard to get. Like the, the more they sort of like, they don't care, the more it's kind of making it intriguing because at first we were like, oh, you know, PlayStation are being really arrogant. And they're probably going to drop the ball. It was all these bad rumors and everything. And then every time they actually made an official announcement, everyone was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, um, even the logo. So I think, yeah, yeah. So I think them to say there's going to be no PS5 news or announcers this week with focusing on PlayStation VR, I think that just shows that they're not being dragged into this like competition that everybody creates around these things. They're just sort of doing what they've they've already planned to do. They've probably got a date right. already set when they're going to reveal anything. Um, so it kind of shows a kind of comfortable uh, sort of um, what's the word? Um, they, they just seem very sure of themselves, which I think is positive. Yeah, that can be good. It can also burn you, and that's what burned them with the PS3 generation. The entry yeah. intro into the PS3 was that they were really full of themselves and thought that they couldn't be be stopped and they yeah. you know i think they that stuff has to ring really loudly in that on the corporate side where they remember that that uh, failure so they have to always yeah. be thinking of that that you know they could easily lose the ball this generation so they have to make sure that everything's on point um but yeah we're talking about them focusing on psvr we'll quickly go into this uh blurb this was this monday they came out of the gate um, freaking everyone out, but really it's just more PSVR news. So uh, this is a no PS5 news or announcement this, announcements this week. Sony to focus on PSVR. This is Chandler Wood of PlayStationLifestyle.net. The PlayStation blog detailed a week filled with upcoming PSVR news and reveals 
managing ex expectations by saying there'll be no PS5 related news. Every day through Friday, Sony plans on putting a spotlight on upcoming PSVR titles, both with brand new announcements and updates to games we know about. These announcements will hit at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time each day, but Sony, knowing the hunger fans have for PS5 news, was clear to spell out that it would not include any kind of PS5, PS5 news or announcements. Um, and they started off the announcements with uh, Minecraft uh, on PSVR. There's an update for that that apparently is, is free if you already own the game. Uh, which is which is nuts. Uh, I don't think there has been an official a Minecraft VR mode, so I'm I'm hoping that it moves elsewhere because I don't have PSVR, but I do want to try that. My, and then there's a Minecraft being owned by Xbox as well. <laughs> that's probably yep. That's probably true. That's the reason why. Yeah. But yeah, surprisingly, Microsoft is still playing ball and letting them have a PSVR version yeah. of it. Um, but then also yesterday, Wednesday, there was a huge sale, which is still going on for PSVR titles on the, on the marketplace. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's great for them to spend this time, you know, focusing on PSVR, just kind of padding everything out, making sure it's ready to go and that there's still interest and then switching gears to, you would have to imagine PS5 news this week or next week. It's like, I feel like they're two months behind with this, these announcements, but I guess they, they yeah. think they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think November the tenth as well. I mean, that's two months away today, isn't it? It's um, right. You know, I think. I think. I, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see when the PS Five releases. I'm actually more interested in the release date than the price because I think the price is going to be in that ballpark, and I think that's what we've all been expecting. Even if it is like fifty, like five hundred quid or whatever, um, I think it's going to be around that. So I don't think there's going to be a huge amount of. Um, for me personally, anyway, I think no matter what, I'm going to get it. Um, I'm more interested in when they're going to release it, especially now we know when the Xbox is coming out. It'll be interesting to know who's coming out first and whether mm -hmm. that will have any benefits or negatives as well. Yeah, so I know that um, at least with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they adjusted their release date recently to be make sure it's right on November 10th with the Xbox uh, Series X launching uh, in tandem. Yeah. So. Does that mean PS5 tries to go earlier than that, or the same week? And so they so they have their you know next gen versions ready to go. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure, but it's going to have to be November unless they do some kind of really out of the gate or out of left field release and do it like October or it's available now, something like that. Would that would honestly take the the cake and take all attention from Xbox if they said you can pre order it and we'll start shipping it now? That'd be insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be. Again, it just creates more and more intrigue, doesn't it? Every time something's announced, um, it's always just interesting to see what the other side are doing. Right, and all we can do right now is is guess on it. But um, yeah, they're spending this week talking about PSVR, which is fine. But everyone is just so hungry for PS5 news, and um, I, I mean, I think it's when we look back, it's probably worked out best for them by withholding the information like they have because Xbox has been, and they have to, they've been super forthcoming with the specs early on, with letting people see the actual box and even like take it apart. I know uh, Digital Foundry, other outlets had a, a teardown of the Xbox Series X, you know, months ago. And meanwhile, PS5 is like, here's the logo or here's the back of the controller. They've been really a withholding of that, but it just, it, yeah. it, it's actually worked where it keeps building up the hype because we want to know more. And yeah. it's just been, uh, it's been, but if you, I feel like it could easily go south, but they've been able to manage it where it just keeps us hungry for more information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it makes me more excited to get my hands on one because I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know you know, how to turn it on even. I don't know what the controller feels right. like or even looks like fully. It's, um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of unknown, a lot of mystery around it. And I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it must be intentional by now. Um, oh yeah. But it has worked. I mean, at first I remember me and you being quite frustrated that we weren't getting any news and now 
you know, I'm being sort of, I'm really like in the palm of their hand, really. It's, um, they've, they've done a pretty standard job so far, but I say so far because they could, uh, mess it all up in one, uh, quick swoop, I think. They could, and I guess the way, how would they mess it up? I guess it comes down to the price, uh, and, and it seems unlikely, but any features that would kind of, um, just be unsavory for consumers. And that's really what Xbox did with the uh, Xbox One when initially released. They're trying to go, and they were ahead of their time, I guess now, but they're trying to go all digital or focus on digital. They weren't let people, they weren't letting players like share games natively. You had a, yeah. whatever disc you had, it was like locked digitally to that console, which they got rid of. Yeah. Um, so they had these kind of anti-consumer moves and they're focusing on like on, on video integration or like TV integration with the back of the box. Yeah. And they moved away from that. But I guess if Sony introduces features that are just kind of moving away from games that's another way they could drop the ball but it's really down to that and the price i mean they have the the launch lineup seems pretty solid so it's, they haven't failed there yeah. if they're in a better spot than xbox is for sure for for launching yeah yeah i think the only way uh playstation 5 isn't going to massively outsell xbox um at the start is like you said if the prices are you know obnoxiously more expensive um that would definitely harm it um and also yeah like you said if if i mean maybe if they do i don't think they would i i'm it's probably almost certain that they're not going to come away from games because their whole mantra is games right. um but but i think maybe if like the ps5 is just a bit shit is if it doesn't <laughs> work as well as um they they, they say it's going to or or if the ssd or the os is you know, not as fast as expected or games aren't running as well. You know, with all of these kind of technical hiccups could be things that could happen. It's like when the 360 came out, you had the red ring of death and hopefully yeah. that's a thing of the past. Now we've sort of, I suppose, a bit smarter in how we engineer things. And I'm sure testing is a lot easier to do sort of in terms of testing things over a length of time. Um, but yeah, I think that's the only way something could go wrong if the console itself is you know a bit of a mess um or if they do do a ps3 and um charge you know like 600 dollars for this thing yeah although i do that's one thing i like about uh microsoft strategies they announce with the when they fully announce the series s and x they're allowing people to finance it through them so there's a some kind of plan yeah. where i want to say it's all access where you can pay it's like 20 bucks a month 30 bucks a month and that will eventually just uh chip away at the cost of the Xbox, of the next-gen stuff. And so you can get it in your hands and you just pay it off. And yeah, there are ways you can get credit through elsewhere. We've talked about PayPal credit. People can just have yeah. credit cards and do it the same way. But I like that they're natively letting you work through them. And maybe if Sony had that yeah. option, so even if it's 600 bucks beyond that, if they had a way to pay them directly, that would just help a lot of consumers who were you know, weary of jumping in for that high price. But uh, they have, they've had nothing like that so far, so I kind of doubt that they would uh, introduce that now. Uh, Xbox has done that. That's, uh, they started that with the Xbox One X, so they've been doing it for you know, four years now, so they kind of have that structure ready to go. But uh, that'd be the only way to help ease the cost if for most people they could also get credit through Sony, you know, to pay for. I guess Sony has a, they have a credit card. I always get their bullshit emails asking me to like sign up for a Sony card with Sony points. I'm just like, I just don't need another one of these things. Yeah, yeah, I think generally you you normally want to stay away from Sony unless it is PlayStation or their their TVs are pretty good as well. But other than that, from my experience anyway, Sony don't make... um, the best things except the PlayStation. Like I've had like Sony phones and they've been pretty bad. Um, yeah. I had like, I do love Sony TVs, but they're always very slow and 
Um, I think, you know, I think Sony, uh, I'm surprised they haven't, or have they rebranded themselves now as PlayStation? Is it like a separate thing now or? I'm not sure. They uh, have, I know they've, it's been in the news that they are way more successful with, uh, with the Sony or the PlayStation side of it. So I know they've yeah. announced that too, but they might've kind of restructured the name so that it's more uh, just focused on PlayStation. Cause that's where they, they make their money, but you're right. Like the TVs, they've always been just like really dope, but crazy expensive. The phone, same thing where the phones are just, uh, you're kind of buying the name with them. That's really what yeah. you're getting is uh uh, yeah. But still great hardware. And then really, yeah, so, uh, yeah. PlayStation is where they, they excel at that for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, I, I think every brand's similar. You know, you've got like Samsung who, you know, makes certain things that are really good. And I mean, going back to the power supply that I had that broke, it was uh, OCZ brand, which makes like the best, some of the best hard drives. But mm. they obviously don't make good power supplies. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things. And I, I think... The fact that PlayStation is like its own brand is really help helpful because it does remove itself from Sony, who, you know, dip their fingers in lots of other things other than PlayStation. Um, so I think it's good to separate it as, as much as they can. Um, whereas I think Microsoft using Windows 10 still with their Xbox, I think they're a bit more all-inclusive with all their brands. But um, uh, But yeah. Yep, we will see. We're so close. And we've been saying that for months now, but we're legitimately yeah. very close. Yeah. We're actually close now. <laughs> right. We can taste it. Already come. Yeah. So this uh, this leaked today, and uh, I imagine we'll get an official response from Ubisoft, but this is uh, there's rumors, what, a couple weeks ago about them uh, revamping or, <clears throat> excuse me, remastering the Prince of Persia uh, franchise. And so this looks like that's what they're trying to do. So I have the article here from pushsquare.com. Sammy Barker, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake is real and looks weird. Uh, this is Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. One of the best platformers for the PlayStation 2 era is getting a full-blown remake, although the leaked assets don't give the best impression. Spotted on Russian Uplay website, we get a look at the titular prince and lady reaching out to him as she's obstructed by guards. And I have a link to just some of the visuals here. Um, it doesn't look... Yeah, and it's hard when it's just like screenshots of stuff for sure, but um, it's... It's looking a little rough, and uh, you think for like next gen or current gen stuff, this is this would look uh, in better shape. But even just like the character models, just kind of very much look like uh, just very stiff and kind of basic. But maybe this was, you know, released before they're ready. But this looks like a kind of a ready to made, ready to be um, advertised trailer kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it does look strange. Um, I'm hoping it's just the quality of the image and the, the video. Like you said, there's certain things that that won't affect like the stiffness of the animations and it looks it looks like an indie game or or at least a game from maybe 15 years ago um yeah you know in in terms of, of, of how it's animated and everything um it does look very strange but hopefully you know is ubisoft forward later today is it uh, you might be right. I know they're going to have one very soon but I don't think it's yeah uh, as soon as today but uh, you might be right on that um, but yeah, so hopefully it will it will look better there. But because um, you know Ubisoft, except from all the allegations that have recently been coming out, they've been on a kind right. of upwards trajectory, especially when they decided to delay all of their games and go back to sort of work on them. Um, and they were quite uh, candid, uh, candid what word, or uh, honest about you know having to focus more on getting good experiences out rather than pleasing shareholders and things like that, which I thought was quite good. Um, so yeah, so hopefully it'll be something, uh, hopefully it will just be those images or that, or that video, because it'd be a shame to 
see Ubisoft get uh, you know have 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 other things to have people uh, hate them for. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, so that uh, Ubisoft uh, forward is today. So maybe this is just leaking, you know, a couple hours ahead, and there we'll get an actual uh, full blown trailer. I'm hoping the quality looks a bit better than this, but um, yeah, they have been on a, you're, you mentioned uh, perfectly where they're on this upward trend. They took the conscious time of saying, hey, we're going to take a break on Assassin's Creed and uh, make sure it's like not every year we take, you know, two years in between at least. So that's that's been great. So they've been making these great changes behind the scenes, at least with how they're handling the game side of it. And so I'm hoping that this isn't a fumble and they're, I'm just not sure who's, they haven't announced who's handling this remake. So maybe it's not in great hands, but um, the trailer doesn't look promising. I mean, not trailer, but this, this gif, this very short, you know, snippet of the trailer doesn't look the greatest, yeah. but maybe the gameplay will look, you know, pretty stunning if it's in 60 frames per second and it's, you know, all yeah. the textures are turned up and everything. Um, but it's, it's too early to tell, but it's just not a good uh, first uh, thing out of the gate with them. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, it's 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 not the best start to getting excited for it, but you know, yep. keep an open mind. Always, I mean, it's only in, what three hours or so. It said twelve PM PDT, which I think is in three hours from now. Uh, I should get... I think you're right because that's three hours away from me ahead of t- my mm-hmm. time, and that's what nine AM here. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. Actually, I, I want to see some more Watchdogs as well. I think um. I'm, a bit, I'm sort of on the fence with that one at the moment because I don't like the first two Watch Dogs game, but this one looks like a bit of silly fun. Um, right. And yeah, I'm excited yeah, I agree. to see more Assassin's Creed and Far Cry as well. So I'm actually, for once, I don't think I've ever been excited for Ubisoft uh, anything. Um, but, you know, with Assassin's Creed being on my radar and, uh, you know, Far Cry looking interesting and Watch Dogs looking pretty cool. Um, just looking at the thing, there's like a fourth, there's like a fourth game in the, in like this collage. I don't know what it is. Oh, Tom Clancy Hyperscape. Oh, so Hyperscape is its own thing. That's their um, free-to-play um, battle royale mode. And then I know there is a oh, Tom okay. Clancy. Um, there's a like a mobile game that they're working on right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine then. So yeah, so it's just those three things that I care about. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's also strange. So on the some of the leaked uh, promotional stuff for this Prince of Persia, it says Sansa Time Remake. I find it interesting because a lot of times when they're doing any time of any type of like re changing the names at all like to to give the idea that it's a remake they don't really put it on there it's usually like remaster or something like that so but just prince of persia sands of time remake seems kind of uh basic to me as a name but yeah maybe really they... long as well yeah <laughs> so i think i think final fantasy 7 remake had was was fine because like Final Fantasy VII has such a impactful just just saying it, just hearing yep. Final Fantasy VII is impactful. I think that's a fine name, but I think like Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake is just. Um, I think yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they could have done without that. I think it's giving it, a, it's lending a bit too much like credence to what Prince of Persia actually is. I mean, um, right? You know, it's a good series, but it's not. Um, I think it's a bit self indulgent to, <laughs> to sort of call it like that, especially when it looks as it does. Um, that's the yeah, thing. We'll yes. See, we'll see and if it's a remake, so it's going to be uh, not a remaster, so it's built from the ground up yeah. with this uh, new engine, possibly, and new tech, and it's already not looking that great. But, um, yeah, it's just tough because that's all we have is these really short snippets yeah. and screenshots. But I'm hoping they nail it because that's a really loved franchise, at least those first three. They did try a reboot 
couple of years back where it was more of like a cell shaded kind of colorful play on it. I remember playing that. That was really cool. That was maybe a good 10 years ago or eight years ago. But um, so it's cool to see them come back to this. And um, I'm hoping they, they nail it because it is a really cool, solid uh, game. And not a lot of games are messing with the whole time mechanic like they did back then. So it'd be I think it fit really well. There's a there's a gap that they could fill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the first bit of the game is great. I, um, I think even if it does look a bit dodgy, I think I, I, that's definitely a game that I'd be interested in playing because I do love games like proper adventure games like that, um, especially in like um, periodic sort of settings. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm still looking forward to it, but uh, we'll hopefully it will it will look a bit nicer on the eye when we actually see the proper footage. Yeah, I agree. So, um, Calum, that's really all I have uh, for you this week. You know what I forgot to put on the docket, and I'm going to search it up and send it to you, but it's um, this thing. I think it was also trending. When you mentioned PlayStation, which was trending at the same time with the Series S and X, there was this uh, weird like 24-karat gold PS5 that you could pre-order, which is like an insane price. Yeah. And uh, I saw that uh, people were saying, oh, pre-orders are up, but then it's a link to this thing, which is insane. It's like but, uh, eight yeah, so thousand or something, like some ridiculous price. Yeah, it comes. I think it's the whole King Caboodle. It's like a gold controller, gold headset, gold PS5, the disc version, and yeah. So it's ten grand US, and looks like eight grand um, in the UK. Uh, but it's twenty-four karat gold PS5, and for whoever has the money to put down for this thing, whatever, like Saudi Prince wants to pay for this thing, but. Um, yeah, it's it exists. I mean, it looks dope. I would I wouldn't mind one that's just like fake gold on it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks awesome. Um, it's interesting about the controller, like whether or not it's like uh, actually plated. I suppose that might feel a bit strange. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you've got eight thousand pounds or dollars, whatever it is, and you want to go right, then I mean, to be fair, that that's the only price we've had for, for a PS5. <laughs> yeah actually how much it costs us i mean we, <laughs> <laughs> so it gets better from here if they release a different price really yeah, like they're, they're happy to release the price of a golden ps5 but they won't yeah. release the price of the actual ps5 yeah yeah it's strange i'm not sure who this is really for but i mean for if i'm spending eight grand on it i want to make sure that like every part of this thing is gold just like solid brick of gold if i'm paying for this i don't want just like a light brush of gold on the top yeah. i say just go yeah. full force yeah, and I mean they're interchangeable, or they they think they might be interchangeable. The sort of like, outside. oh, interesting. I wonder if they'll be going up for sale for a little bit less or more, depending on how limited it is. Um, for That's true. To snap on their their um their PS5. Well, I, I I've been uh, dabbling with this uh, during uh, COVID of just like spray painting stuff and just customizing things. So I'll just pop off my PS5 uh, fins and just you know spray paint it gold and. Yeah, five right. bucks i got my gold ps5 yeah. and then sell it on ebay for eight grand <laughs> yeah <laughs> there we go nice man so yeah that's really it for us this week um anything you're excited about uh, coming up or you're just gonna be jumping into tony hawk uh yeah i uh, i want to finish wasteland three um mm. i definitely want to get back into that um because i mean i would have finished it if i hadn't gone away um yeah, Tony Hawk's. Uh, might I might look at maybe the Kingdoms of Amalar re-reckoning. Um, oh right, because I've always want. I never finished that, and but apparently it's a bit buggy at the moment. So I might wait for it to have some uh, updates if that ever happens. Mm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. But I'd most yeah, probably just waste time for you. I've been thinking about 
bunning off Assassin's Creed Origins and just going to Odyssey because I feel like I've played enough of Origins to kind of like be able yeah. to compare the changes to in Odyssey. Because that, that's normally why I like to play all games in a series rather than like the latest one only. Because I like to see um, how it changes or what they add and what they take away. So I think right. I've played enough. I think I've played about 30 hours or so. And the story is just not doing it for me. So I just don't really care. I don't really feel like I want to carry on with it. Um, explored like a lot of the world. And I think that's the best bit about it anyway. Um, and yeah, I just, I just like to play Odyssey and, you know, it's not long till Valhalla now. So I want to make sure I get a good, uh, good, some good time with Odyssey anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I'm guessing you're going to just carry on playing with playing Pro Skater. Playing Pro Skater and then taking my time off playing Alex. I uh, can't wait. Uh, I'm, I think I'm getting close to the end there. And now I'm kind of thinking about going even slower, just like savoring my time because I'm, man, I'm loving that game. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, that's the worst when you know you're coming towards the end of a game that you sort of love playing. But um, yeah, no, that's cool. I, I think um, I, was, I was thinking of getting the Black Mesa half-life one remake as well actually because i think to, if i'm going to play half-life alex i want to play them all again just so i can mm. really like nerd out for sure i have it as well and i I didn't finish it. i need to jump back in i'm maybe about three four hours into it and it's really well done crazy beautiful you can turn all the settings up and i think it's even made for you know like just just run-of-the-mill machines too it's like you don't need a crazy yeah. powerful rig but um yeah no it's that one's really cool they've updated some of the quality of life stuff as far as movement and um, it's just, that's one that I never fully finished, but I just love Half-Life 2 so much that, uh, but this gives me a little bit of a, that taste where the, just the quality of what you're seeing, but uh, Half-Life yeah. 2 is really, really nail it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice, man. We'll end it there. Where can they find you online? Uh, Twitter at Bear Munro, um, I believe is, yeah, is that, I had a real brain fart then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bear Munro. You're too late. I've already summoned meteors. Okay, let's go. 